Hi, welcome to Exploring Illusion of Free Will. My name is George Ortega, and today's episode is Determinism, Causality, and Free Will Until You Get It. Because, like, <laughs> I'm going to do this show until you understand. Um, and also, like, I'm thinking, like, because this is a historic show, you know, it, it hasn't, like, played out yet. I mean, can't ever say if it will or not, but I'm like, anticipating it. You know, it should eventually um, play out in that way that where basically everybody gets understands it. And this show, I think, will be a very important part of that historically. So, like, what I decided to do is, like, you know, um, along with the introduction with the episodes, ordinarily I don't date the shows, but, but I think I'm going to start doing that. You know, just, like, to, you know... Uh, so this is, like, actually episode 123. So we've been doing this since, I think... Um, November of 2010, okay? And today's date is um, Thursday, May 30th, 2013, okay? So, <laughs> um, let's, let's, let's begin. Um, so, basically, um, you know, as I do before each show, I'm going to, like, you know, just explain what we mean when we fra- say we... You know, like, I want to start this show because, like, a lot of times... When people say free will, they don't really mean what what it's really you know what the term has been about like his, historically and philosophically you know philosophically for for centuries really. Uh, for example, sometimes like people will say that well, free will is like when I can do whatever I want and you know like uh, there's no laws against it. You know like that you know like this country for example for example the United States is a very free country. We've got like you know many many kind of liberties that that other, other countries don't have. That is certainly freedom, but that's not really what we mean when we when we say free will. The idea of free will is like that we would be able to choose to think, feel, say, do whatever we wanted regardless of anything. And that, you know, I mean anything that we're not in control of. Because what happens is, like, if even the slightest thing that we're not in control of is part of our decision, it's no longer our decision anymore. You know, I've gotten into that in, in you know, great, at great length in, in past shows. And on this show, I'm going to go into it in terms of, like, determinism, this basic principle in the world that everything has a cause. Um... All right, so, like, that's basically the definition of what free will is. And, um, you know, I think you could see pretty easily that we don't have it. And, you know, you know, free will, it's not like we can have a little. You know, if we don't have it, if, if you know, it, again, even if a little influence is, um, is um, causing us to do what we do, then that kind of, like, negates our free will. But the truth is that the most, you know, technical truth is we don't have any free will at all. I mean, because, like, basically... We're completely influenced by factors outside of our control. All right. Um, why is this show important? Because our entire... <laughs> I mean, I want to get into the habit of, like, syntactically and logically talking in a way that reflects reality um, better. In other words, I was going to say... I was going to get a drink, but I'm going to hold off for a while. Um, in other words, I was going to say that... Um, that, you know, um, that people, you know, that the world is completely deluded about, you know, who we are as people, that, you know, what, why we do what we do what we do and think and feel and all that. And, and that's true in, you know, colloquially in a certain sense. But the more, the more precise technical reality is the universe. <coughs> I got to get a drink. The universe compelled me to, like, have this stuff in my throat, whatever. I felt it before. I should have drank more. Excuse me. So the universe 
has compelled us, you know, without any, any part in it that we can take at all, to be completely deluded about you know, this fundamental fact of who we are. And like, I wouldn't be doing this show if it was just trivial, inconsequential, if it just didn't matter. Because a lot of people say like, fine, we don't have a free will, it doesn't matter. It matters, it couldn't matter more, okay, to the world. Because like to the extent that we hold ourselves and each other responsible for what we do, that creates so much hate, animosity, negativity, conflict, guilt, you know, negative emotions. It is like so insidiously, it's insidiously. Insidious, for some of you who don't know the word, what the word means, it means that like it's harmful or dangerous in a way that's hidden, that's not obvious or apparent. And that's what this uh, is like. It's, it's kind of like it, it hurts us as individuals in society in a way that we just don't notice until or unless we take the time to really think about it. And so that's why, you know, that's really what the show is about, you know, to help us overcome the illusion so we can have like much better lives personally and, you know, globally, societally. All right. So, all right. <clears throat> now, so the, the name of the show is like, or the title is Determinism, Causality, and Free Will Until You Get It. Now, why am I using determinism and causality? Because in most of the shows, I'll use the term causality, okay? Even though, like, the more technical standard term in philosophy and psychology is determinism. I'll tell you why um, from the beginning. Um, <clears throat> determinism basically is a word that was... Um, not sure when it was coined, but it was it was most popularly phrased by a, a, a French mathematician, statistician named uh, Simon de Laplace or Laplace, and basically what he said, you know, a few hundred, um, maybe like in the eighteen hundreds, I got to remember, um, a while back that like. The state of the universe at one moment is the complete result of the state of the universe at the previous moment and will completely cause the state of the universe at the next moment. Okay, I've explained this before in previous shows based on, you know, relative to the free will thing. So he said because of that, if, and that's, that's the key thing, if, okay, it's a very important word. It's a two, two letters, but it's very important. If there was a mind that was vast enough and, you know, intelligent enough, knowledgeable enough to know everything about the universe, every particle in it, the movement of every particle, every force, everything in the universe, then in theory, in principle, that intellect could know everything what ha- of, of what happened in the past. Let's say if it existed today, it would know, you know the state of the universe a million, a billion years ago, okay? And it will also be able to predict the, um, the state of the universe or anything that happens a million years from now or a billion years or, you know, eternally from now, whatever. Okay, that's, you know, so that was his statement. That came to know, be known as determinism. Okay, so like what I want to like explain is like it has an element of causality. So in other words, the first part of the statement says that like everything has a cause, okay? Everything has a cause. The universe is caused, okay? And then the second part is because of that, prediction and knowledge of the past is theoretically in principle possible. Now, you know, all right, so I'm going to get right into this. In quantum physics, quantum mechanics, some people will say, no, in principle, because of the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, in, in principle, not everything is predictable. 
wrong, wrong. I'll tell you why, because like it's not predictable in principle. Well, I'm not, I can't even say in principle. It's not predictable to human beings, not only because of the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, um, but because we don't have uh, complete knowledge of everything. So like, let's say we as individuals had a complete knowledge of it. You know, I think I'm, something is dawning on me. I'm, I'm going to have to do a complete show on this. Okay. So, all right. If we don't have complete knowledge of the entire universe, there's absolutely no way we can make a prediction, okay? <clears throat> but let's say we have absolute knowledge, okay? But then what happens in quantum mechanics is what they've... Um, what they have... Um, found out is like when you're trying to measure a particle with another particle, um, the act of measurement, okay, the act of measurement alters the behavior of the particle you're going to measure, okay? So like for decades, for over a century now, people have claimed that in principle, you know, um, human beings can't predict the future, and, I, you know, I've, I've kind of, like, gone along with that for, for many episodes. You know, I think it's in my book. I don't think I'm going to change it because I, I want to keep it to the historical uh, whatever. But because um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reissue a second edition, uh, hopefully in a couple of weeks or so. It's going to be called Exploring Illusion of Free Will, second edition. All right, anyway, um, my ear is like, <laughs> all right, whatever. Um, so that, the idea is, all right, so, like, in terms of this measurement thing, and like the, relevant, the relevance to this is like people would say, all right, if in principle human beings can't predict, um, you know, the future because of this Heisenberg uncertainty principle, that might leave some room for free will. I'm going to get into that later because it doesn't, okay? But relative to this, in principle, human beings could actually, I'm saying this now I think for the first time on, on any of the shows, could in fact... Um, simultaneously measure or, or predict based on their simultaneous, on their measurement of, of uh, the position momentum of every particle in the universe. And the reason I say that is because, like, if you have a, an intellect, I mean, now obviously a human being wouldn't be that intellect, but uh, if you had an intellect that would know everything in the universe, it would know exactly how its influence on the measurement of the particles was going to affect the particle. Fine, as human beings, you know, we don't have the, the technology to do that. We may never, you know, because, like, the idea is, like, here's, here's the idea. All right, if you're, if you're trying to, like, measure the movement of, of, let's say, a grapefruit or a basketball with a tiny little photon, you fire it at it, right? And it's going to, like, see where, like, you know, because then it bounces back to you, and that's how you know where its position is. And, like, you do that with a bunch of them and all. That's how you know its um, momentum, which is direction and velocity, okay? So, like, if you're doing this with a, with a grapefruit or a basketball, the photon that you're going to measure it with is so teeny, teeny, teeny relative to the, to the let's say, basketball or whatever, and it's not going to um, affect its mom- momentum or position, right? But if you're using a photon and you're measuring an electron, they're relatively both extremely small, then that's what's going to happen. Like, you're going like, to fire the photon at the electron, and the act, that interaction is going to change the momentum of the particle. Or, you know, if, if you fire it at an electron, a photon, whatever, with, let's say, a... Um, a low energy, uh, long wavelength one that'll give you the momentum, uh, you're going to lose accuracy in the position in the position at all. All right, but but the idea is, 
again, I'm going like, to um, challenge this, this, this contention, this assertion that in principle, the quantum uh, Heisenberg uncertainty principle um, prohibits uh, prediction. Uh, it doesn't, okay? Just, just f- because I explained, you know, again, if you had an intellect that was vast enough and, and, uh, and strong enough to, and, 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 and omniscient enough to know everything, it would know exactly, like I said before, it would know the dynamics, the, uh, it would know the result of the interaction between our measurement of whatever and, and the ultimate outcome of, of, the, of the particle. All right. That's good, because I got, I got to do another show on that. Um, there was, you know, like, there was, like, I haven't felt the need to refute Heisenberg uncertainty principle, because here's why. All right, let's say, let's say things are, like, unpredictable, and I'm going to get, it's about this uh, show uh, to a great extent. That doesn't matter, because it's not about prediction. Determinism, the, the, the aspect of determinism that refutes free will is not related to the predictive aspect of it, whatever. It's, it's, it's about the causality. In other words, like you, you would, um, the best that quantum mechanics could uh, grant us was that reality is unpredictable, okay, fundamentally. But is it unpredictably causal or uncausal? Okay, so if it's unpredictable and causal, then you've got this chain of cause and effect, and I've sp- explained this in so many shows before. It's just like if every one of our decisions and acts has a cause, and there's a cause to that and cause to that, and these causes are always going back moment and moment, by moment by moment, and you could like the best best way to understand is that the state of the universe at the moment prior to anything we do is ultimately essentially what causes us to do what we do, and then the state of the universe before that is what causes that state, and the state of the universe before that. All right, so you can see that you can follow this chain of cause and effect as it regresses back, the antecedents going back further and further, way before when we were born, way before the planet was created. You can see how, like, you know, if the, the, the causal aspect of determinism, you know, completely renders free will absolutely impossible. No, no way we could have it. Okay, so then we're left with, all right, what if, like, by, if, if what they mean by, um, by um, unpredictability they mean it's unpredictable because it's uncaused, okay? Because sometimes you hear people say that. It's unpredictable and uncaused because of quantum, you know, Heisenberg uncertainty. That doesn't help either because, like, in order to attribute actions to a free will, they have to be caused by a human being and by a free will. So if something is uncaused, you can't in any logical sense attribute it to a human being or a will or anything. All right, um, and I just, I just, um, no, I'm going to go into this later. All right. So, um, all right. So that's basically the history of why this term determinism has caused confusion for a lot of people, and that's why I actually use the the word causality um, in most of the shows. You know, because it's the essential principle. In other words, it does causality has as an implication prediction. Okay. But, uh, but its, its salient meaning is that everything has a cause, whereas with determinism, you have two components, the causality and the prediction. Okay, so, so and you understand, I just explained how it um, refutes free will. I'm going down through my notes. All right, so, like, yeah, and, like, I think I kind of explained also, like, in terms of, like, they'll, they'll try to refute determinism, so they'll say that things are indeterministic. Okay, indeterminism has various meanings that confuse a lot of people, and I should do a show on that just to, like, to clarify all this confusion. 
but essentially it's pretty easy to understand. Basically, if you're refuting determinism, you're refuting um, either causality and prediction or just prediction. In other words, some people use the term indeterminism to say that things are not caused and things are also unpredictable. Other people use the term to simply mean that things are caused, but they're unpredictable. All right, again, as I just explained, uh, either, either way um, refutes free will. If you want to use the indeterminism to say that, that things are not caused, again, a causality indeterminism cannot grant you free will, because like what's not caused cannot be freely willed. If you want to like use the term indeterminism to say that, um, that not everything is predictable, again, you're faced with, with the reality that unpredictability would either have to be causal or acausal. That would have to have causes, you know, whatever was unpredictable would either have to have causes or not. And again, both prospects refute free will. The, the acausality, you know, actually perhaps refutes it even, even more strongly. All right, so like we've gone through indeterminism now. And we've just gone through wide refutes free will. Okay, so um, let's see, what's this? Only. Oh, all right. So, like, yeah, I'm trying to, you know, if, if I had a free will, I would write more clearly so I could read my notes. And I would have actually, like, I wrote this, um, this outline yesterday, day before, and I would have, like, reviewed it. I didn't, you know. But anyway, so, like, you know, some people say, all right, well, um, Let's say there's a third or fourth, fourth option to everything being caused or everything uh, being uncaused, okay? Or some things being uncaused, something, whatever. You know, because people will say that. I mean, this, this belief in free will is so pernicious, so reluctant to, to you know, for people, you know, it, it, it just, like, doesn't want to easily surrender to, to reason and, and sanity, so, like, some people say, all right, there's the, there's, maybe there's a third or four op- fourth option. So I've thought about this, and I've talked to a lot of people about this. I've, I've read a lot about this. Basically, there, there, you know, in terms of like different, uh, I mean, I don't think there is. You know, that's my, my you know, best answer, my, my most uh, sincere answer. But some people say, for example, that, like, well, some things are the cause of, of themselves. In other words, like, our decision caused itself. That wouldn't help a free will either, because again, if our decision is causing itself, we're not causing it. Okay? I mean, that's, you know, but all right, I just like gave that away. So, so yeah, some people say certain things are, you know, are the cause of themselves. Now, all right, to, to expand this universally to the, to the most fundamental, essential considerations, the only thing that could possibly be the cause of itself is everything, you know, way back in the eternal past with the transcends reason, because how, how could there have been a beginning to everything when there must have been something before that? And then how could, like, you know, eternity go on forever because it must have started? I mean, that, you know, you get to that point. It's, but that's inconsequential, because, like, you know, all you have to do, like, the Big Bang was 13.7 billion years from now, from, um, <laughs> uh, ago. And so, like, since that point, we know absolutely, without any kind of equivocation, that it was the cause of everything we know of, all right? So there's nothing that is self-caused that's outside of this universal causality, or this progression of the universe uh, state by state from the Big Bang, all right? So, all right, so that's, that's a causality. That's a possible fourth option. And again, it doesn't really make sense, but um, no, the third option. The fourth is that... Our decisions could come 
from nothing, something from nothing, that it just like, you know, it's not that it's uncaused, that it comes from nothing. Again, it's kind of like an incoherent concept, okay? You know, because it doesn't matter that it comes. And again, <laughs> I just cut straight to the refutation. If our decisions, if our acts, if what we're doing is coming from nothing, it's not coming from us. It's not coming from our free will. You know what I'm saying? Like, in order to have a free will, it would be coming from us. And like, the important part of this is like, a lot of, a lot of the reasons that people want to like, hold on to this delusion of free will is because of moral responsibility. In other words, like, if we want to kind of like hold ourselves and others morally responsible, we have to, they say, we have to hold on to this free will belief. I mean, I, I kind of like promote this idea that like we see ourselves and each other as the proximate causes or the pragmatically responsible agents for whatever, but certainly not as the fundamentally morally responsible agents. But... Um, but anyway, um, so this something from nothing stuff, I, I lost my, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, but I think it's something from nothing. So like, um, no, it's gone. All right, whatever. Uh, all right. Um, let's see. Well, that's it. I mean, basically, all right. I, I, I think if I can try to find it, basically the something from nothing, um, you can't attribute it to a human being. All right, whatever. Again, this is a perfect example. If, if, if I had a free will, I would, I would not have lost my train of thought on that. You know, that's, you know I'm going to do actually show on that um, in one or two episodes. Okay, so that's it. That's it. That's, that's, why, you know, that's why determinism refutes free will. That's why indeterminism free will refutes free will. That's why causality refutes free will, a causality. Okay? And, and again, you know, like, I'm going to keep doing this until you get it because I, I, I understand that, uh, that, you know, we don't think about this stuff that much. It's not really taught. It's not taught in school unless you're, like, in a psych class or philosophy class as an undergrad in, in college or something. And even so, you'd have to take a philosophy course in, to know this or, or a psychology course, or at least to explore it because, even you know, so many of the academics get this wrong. All right, let's go with probabilities because this is related to the quantum mechanics Heisenberg uncertainty thing that I um, mentioned before. Some people will say, you know, reality isn't deterministic. Reality is probabilistic, okay? The same answer to probabilism is the same, probabilistic, whatever, is the same answer I gave to predictability. If behavior, if our decisions or whatever are in probabilistic, and the, the short answer is they're not. The short answer is like in terms of our predicting them or anything, we rely on probabilities in the quantum um, world, and, and our predictions based on probabilities are amazingly accurate. But, so again, like the idea is like if reality were probabilistic, then it would be either probabilistically causal or probabilistically a-causal. In other words, like saying the reality is probabilistic does not circumvent or evade successfully the reality and truth that the, the, the behavior must, nonetheless, however probabilistic one would consider it, would either have to be causal or a-causal, you know, or having no cause or coming from nothing, whatever. All right, so like, you know, I, I got to, you know, I have to address that because it does confuse a lot of people. Randomness is another term that confuses a lot of people. Some people will say, again, it's like, this is all related. It's like probabilism. They'll say like, no, like certain things come about at random. 
All right, now random has various meanings. I could hold a card in front of you and say pick a card at random, and by that I would mean pick a card without thinking about it, without any plan. You're not going to count from one side or the other. You're not going to. You're just going to like pick it up without any plan. All right, that's colloquial, colloquial randomness. That's like what we generally mean as when we use the term, you know, on an everyday basis. Some people, some people use randomness in a stronger sense. Because, like, this sense that I just told you is completely causal. There's, there'd be a cause for your, like, just not thinking, you know, and just picking any card at random. But some people will say that, like, randomness means that fundamentally reality is random, presumably meaning uncaused. Again, it's nothing can happen without a cause, and if, 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 so, if things were to happen that weren't, unca- that weren't caused, you couldn't um, attribute them to this. I've got like about two and a half minutes. I'm kind of like, I want to get through. I've got three more points. Um, okay, why don't people get this? You know, because, you know, if you were to, if you were to like, play back. I'm going to upload this to YouTube eventually. It's going to be on the internet or, you know, if you want to watch this again. If you were to, like, listen to this three, four, five times, you know, a couple of hours of listening to this, you, you should get it. I mean, this is not, this is not brain uh, surgery, rocket science, whatever. This is simple, basic, fundamental logic, you know? So, why do people not get this stuff? There's a thing in psychology called motivated reasoning. A lot of times, it's a defense mechanism. When we're faced with realities that don't conform to how we want reality to be or how we expect reality to be, how we need reality to be, we'll just, like, we'll confuse ourselves. We'll just, like, invent these rationalizations, these kind of, like, pseudo-reasons, a pseudo-reasoning to preserve our, our um, perceptions of the world and of ourselves. I'll go into this in a lot more detail because I want to, again, I want to segue. These will probably, hopefully, be the last shows in a while that I'm going to be devoting to the mechanics of why we don't have free will. From now on, I want to try to focus much more uh, strongly and um, more so just in general on on ways of explaining it that that don't deal with the, the specific theory, that deal with our everyday interactions, and I also want to overcome that motivated reasoning. In other words, I want to do a lot of episodes that will like convince you that overcoming your free will belief is going to enhance your life on a personal basis, and it's going to improve the world societally, you know, globally, very, very much. It's going to, it's going to actually create a brand new world. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my last point. I mean, like, you know, to the extent the the free will belief is not just insidious, and pernicious, it is, it is extremely destructive. It's, I mean, like, and, you know, I, I'm saying this, you're, you're wondering why, and, you know, keep watching the shows, because, like, you know, you know after the next, uh, these next two episodes, I don't think I'll be getting into it. Yeah, one of them I will. But, like, from now on, we're getting into All right, I'm running out of time. Thanks for watching. This is George Ortega. I'll see you again next on Exploring Illusion Free Will. Thanks.